Stewart was out with his dad in Anniston County surveying fallen fence posts that they were planning to fix later in the spring. It was a very cold morning of below zero temperatures, but calm and sunny conditions later that morning. The frozen water saturated snow having nearly melted out the day before when nearly an inch of rain fell. The cold morning with just a few patches of snow, hard as a brick, and now the now exposed frozen ground, when suddenly out of nowhere was a tremor and a loud boom that could be heard north end of Burlington. What was that? An earthquake? Nope, not this time. It was a frostquake. A what? said Stewart. That's right, a frostquake. Technically a cryocism, which is a seismic event caused by a sudden cracking action in frozen soil or rock saturated with water and ice. Cryocisms are often mistaken for minor earthquakes. Initial indications may appear similar to those of an earthquake with tremors, vibrations, ground cracking, and related noises, such as a thundering or a booming sound. Cryocisms can, however, be distinguished from earthquakes through meteorological and geological conditions. Cryocisms can have an intensity up to six on the modified Mercalli scale. Furthermore, cryocisms often exhibit high intensity in a very localized area, in the immediate proximity of the epicenter as compared to widespread effects of an earthquake. Due to lower frequency vibrations of cryocisms, some seismic monitoring stations may not record their occurrence. Cryocisms release less energy than most tectonic earthquake events. Since cryocisms occur at ground surface, they can cause effects right there at the site enough to jar people awake. As water drains into the ground, it may eventually freeze and expand under colder temperatures, putting stress on its surroundings. This stress then builds up until relieved explosively in the form of a frostquake or cryocism. The requirements for a cryocism to occur are numerous. Therefore, accurate predictions are not entirely possible and may constitute a factor in structural design and engineering when constructing in an area historically known for such events. Speculation has been made between global warming and the frequency of cryocisms. Some reports have indicated the presence of distant flashing lights before or during a cryocism, possibly because the electrical changes occur when rocks are compressed. Cracks and fissures may also appear as the surface areas contract and split apart from the cold. Geological processes were identified as a possible cause of tremors like these as early as 1818. In the United States, such events have been reported throughout the Midwest and the Northeastern United States. Cryocisms also occur in Canada, especially along the Great Lakes, and notably along the St. Lawrence Corridor, where winter temperatures can shift very rapidly. They have surfaced in Ontario, Quebec, Alberta, and the Maritime Provinces. Now, there are four main precursors for a frostquake or a cryocism event to occur. One, a region must be susceptible to cold air masses. Two, the ground must undergo saturation from a thaw or liquid precipitation prior to an intruding colder air mass. Three, most frostquakes are associated with minor snow cover on the ground without a significant amount of snow to insulate the ground that is less generally than six inches, and four, a rapid temperature drop from approximately freezing to near or below zero degrees Fahrenheit, which ordinarily occurs on a time scale of between 16 and about 48 hours. Cryocisms typically occur when the temperature rapidly decreases from above freezing to sub-zero and are more likely to occur between midnight and dawn during the coldest part of the night. In general, 
Cryoseasms may occur three to four hours after a significant change in temperature. Perennial or seasonal frost conditions involved with cryoseasms limit these events to temperate climates that experience seasonal variation with sub-zero winters. Additionally, the ground must be saturated with water, which can be caused by snowmelt, rain, sleet, or flooding. Geologically, areas of permeable materials like sand and gravel, which are susceptible to frost action, are likelier candidates for cryoseasms and frostquakes. Following large cryoseasm events, little to no seismic activity will be detected for several hours, indicating that accumulated stress has been relieved. <laughs> 